What did y'all dress up as? I was um Jim Halpert, his Facebook costume from the office. The black Jim. Of course. The black Jim Halpert. Office stand. I was um I was uh, <laughs> Contrell Golden. Bro, ashamed to say it. <laughs> I was young boy, never broke again, NBA young boy. Oh, I got the goodness. test and everything. <laughs> oh man. Now you just need a pregnant baby moms. Stop. I'm a big dog. Who you wanna Diamonds on my wrist and on my feet. Osmo Zaza, I'm in La La Hopton. Took the T tops up the vet, I need her. Can I do the fucking dash like Nifa? I don't need a bitch with a bitch. She was up an X pill, now she want She went up a Molly ramp and she went. Defend your goat. So they said he couldn't read Birdman's contract, but he but he could read the <laughs> platinum plan. Defend it. My defense isn't really a defense, but I had this exact same argument with me and Chance's other roommate, who's like who was one of the biggest Wayne stands. Like this man listened to Wayne twenty four seven every day, and he like had his heart broken. He felt betrayed, and I was like, bro, I don't think Wayne's that smart. I think he's just being used as a pawn, and he's pretty ignorant to the situation. Like, there's like this kind of like Wayne sold out, but. I just think he couldn't really see past his own ego, and he got used. That's what I. That's how I view it. Have you seen the other Wayne clips though that have been circulating the Twitterverse? Such as what, like the Black Lives Matter shits. Yeah, where he said like, "My life matters." All these white people are interviewing me. You don't need to tell me that Black Life Matters. My life matters. That, that goes back and to then, my ego thing. I think he's just like. He has a crazy ego and he's ignorant to what's going on to like the normal person. Like, bro's been rich since he was like 10. Like, I doubt he knows what's really going on. Uh, that's not really and a then defense. He defended police. Yeah. In June, saying that cop saved his life before. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's ego, his ego is like centric to the entire thing and he's like basing it only on his experiences. And it's just an ignorant viewpoint. So if that's a defense, then that's my Wayne defense. <laughs> I think like everybody, I was I was disappointed, but I wasn't really surprised. So like I know, I guess we're gonna bring up Brian. We're just gonna pick on him. I feel like this is cap. No, I feel like no, this no, is no. safety. You gotta cap. listen though. Even like Brian is like I wasn't like visibly upset or like Brian is the name of our roommate who's a Wayne stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I mean I, I fuck with Wayne Heavy like Maybe I'm a stan. I don't know. Like, I definitely, he's definitely one of my favorite artists, but I don't be looking to artists. Like, I just, I just take artists at face value. I just take them as people. Like, it doesn't surprise me that Wayne, it, it wouldn't surprise me if many other wealthy black rappers are, are secretly or anything are secretly supporting Trump. Um, because, I mean, people are selfish. People really look out for their best interests. And, I mean, not everybody's like that, of course, but again, like, I don't worship celebrities, so when a celebrity do something that another human would do, it's just like, I look at them like another human, it's like, okay, like, that's fucked up, but, like, that's just how it is, so, he definitely- This energy's a little different me, than the energy you brought over the summer when you were- No, for me personally- for not posting during George Floyd. For me personally, he sold, but I thought Wayne, like, for me, it's like, I, I ain't even that connected with Wayne anyway- since you know for a long time and this is just another instance of that where it's just like he you know he sold out for himself and it's just like whatever like i wasn't really tripping off dude anyway so and then like i'm about to i was running up his new projects or anything like that anyway so it don't even matter but yeah i mean so we're I getting just, Wayne I just the fuck out. We're getting Wayne the fuck out just like we got yay out of here it's just that's, 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 that's my whole thing him. i never got like when people are killing wayne and people are killing yay and people are killing ice cube i never killed any of them for like supporting Trump. I just saw them all as like pawns being used and they didn't know they were being used. Like if anything, I felt bad for all of them because they all probably thought in their mind like they were doing some substantial change and trying to make Not good even. for black people. But like Chance thinks it was all like money based, but I think it's just like them thinking of themselves in such a high like standard that they think Trump genuinely wants to meet with them and Trump genuinely cares about their ideas. Like, and they don't this even is, know. I would it. argue, I will argue, and this, I'm biased, of course, but I would argue this is worse than yay in the sense that, like, this is four days before an election. Like, this is straight endorsement. Like, vote for him. Don't vote for any anybody else. Um, So, 
I mean, I've seen him getting killed on Twitter. I guess I'm satisfied with it. And like you said, I'm not surprised. It's it's Wayne. He says some wild shit about Black Lives Matter before. So this isn't the craziest stance ever. But I feel I still feel like it's cap for you to say you weren't surprised to see him with Trump. No, but it's like listen. No, for me personally, it's like <clears throat> if you know Q. I thought Q was probably the most genuine out of all of them because it sounded like he was actually trying to work with dude. He wasn't like overtly like posted up with Trump. Like th- there's multiple right. things. First of all, Wayne posting up like he's like Trump came to the career fair at high school, and Wayne posted <laughs> up with Trump at the career fair. Like he got the man autograph and it's about to go get posted up on his wall. Like you look stupid. Like. You know what's going on in the world right now, especially after the year we just had. Everything going on, and you come do this like phony shit, and it just it just don't look right because it's like you were at the platinum playing playing Wayne, like like Wayne, you over there advocating like this is the first time you came advocating for some black people for real, like you know what I mean, like fuck out of here, you that ain't the case. And then on top of that, this is this is more than just Wayne, but I guess for people who are quote unquote supporting or working with Trump. Like, I don't mind working with people. Like, if this was two years ago or Trump just got elected or he's in office and we stuck with him, like, I'm all for black leaders or black celebrities or whoever feel like they have a voice. I'm all for them getting in there and trying to work with with Trump to create this quote-unquote plan plan or whatever you want to name it to help black people or to get some funding with black people. I think it's cap. Like, I don't think Trump going to do it, but... If you're willing to go sit there and advocate for it, like, ain't nothing wrong with that. But it's, like, two, three days before the election. Like, you're not trying to advocate for shit. You're just trying to get the man reelected. And so we already know what your incentive is, at least in my opinion. 50 already said it. Like, I fuck with Trump because Trump not going to give me, he's not going to raise taxes on the nigga. But at the same time, I would have never took that picture. And it's like, Wayne, like, you should have never took that picture. Just look goofy. I do agree. He does look goofy. Uh, Lil yeah, Pump also looked goofy. He, um, Lil Pimp, <laughs> Lil Pimp flew him out to his last rally pre-election, uh, which, like, if that's your Trump, if that's your Trump you card, that's like your final, <laughs> my final boss of getting reelected is Lil Pump. Like, you're telling me Lil Pimp didn't just stumble upon the Trump rally and Trump didn't just randomly call him on stage for <laughs> bro had Lil a Pump's front row random seat. words. Bro had a front row seat and he let him talk. It's just crazy what some of these rappers are willing to do for clout. Like, I don't know if Rich the Kid <laughs> lied or not, but Rich the Kid posted on his story, Trump tried to fly me out for his rally. I'm no, Like, no, why no, are you bragging insane. about that, bro? He sounds like a like a OnlyFans shorty at that point. Like, Trump tried to fly me out. <laughs> nah, Rich, I, don't, I think Rich the Kid was capping. Who the fuck wants Rich the Kid at they Trump concert? Rich the Kid was was caught with those fake Dior Jordan ones. Like, <laughs> I'm about to say six months ago. Nobody yeah, he's is probably lying. For Rich the Kid, so he's clout chasing for sure. But Pump, like, Both I didn't even chasing. I forgot this guy really even existed. To be honest, like, who like no one no one was taking this guy seriously when he came onto the scene. Nobody's taking him seriously now. If he wants to sell out and go fuck My with Trump, is, like, have at it, bro. But Nobody but was how, checking for you to begin conf- with, so it ain't like this really did Wayne, anything for me. Wayne makes sense because his M stack to the ceiling, but like Lil Pump, what what did he bring in last year? What was his revenue? Is that over four hundred thousand? Like, is his shit even hitting that tax bracket for his shit to get taxed? Like, I actually read his deal. I don't know if he's still in his deal, but his deal as of like twenty eighteen was like a nine million dollar advance. Then like each year gets paid like ten thousand. Until he, but he gets all his royalties. So, but until he makes that advance back, he doesn't even get the ten thousand. So it's basically like, about I don't know say. what he's living off, <laughs> but I feel like he <laughs> shouldn't be worried about right this now. tax plan. <laughs> no, that's that's nuts. Because you're right. It sounds like he's in a what do they call it? Like a net profit deal. He got signed after Gucci game. Yeah, 2018. It sounds like he signed like to where you get you recoup at your. Net profit, not just like your royalties. They thought so Lil like Pump had the- another hit in him. These label execs, they just be hiring anybody That's what over I'm there. I'm saying, bro. You gave this man nine the boy. M's. Who authorized this? <laughs> he had that track with Kanye. Kind of popped off for a second. No, bro. You don't in the white neighborhoods. I don't care who he had a track with. You gave Lil Pump nine M's. You deserve to be fired. For fi- No, the worst is that it was for five albums. I don't know how you thought Lil Pump was going <laughs> to make money projects? off of five. What? It's a nine. It's a five album deal. But, um... 
Yeah, I mean, he's from South Florida, and he's always, I mean, he got famous because he had a shotgun um, pointed in his mouth in a smoke perp video. So, like, he's always been on stupid South Florida shit, and this is just another example of that. But, I don't know, I was thinking, and I saw some people talking online about, do we have to hold any of these kind of gatekeepers or tastemakers in the industry? I don't even want to call academics, like, a tastemaker, because that's giving him too much credit, but, like... All of these, you know, industry people that have pushed uh, acts like 6 and 9 and acts like Lil Pump and stuff like that. Are they responsible or should they be held accountable when we see stuff like this? Because Academics is just joining in, of course. He's laughing, posting the pics. The ones that are, like, promoting this foolery? I mean, well, Academics... <laughs> like, 6 9 just in general, like... I feel like academics is kind of, I don't want this to be about him. Popular. <laughs> Not so even funny. responsible, but it's like, we got to hold him at least accountable a little bit with like how this nigga has <laughs> negatively impacted the game. Like I don't, he's gone crazy on the negative impact. Again, I don't know like who, six, is, nine, who is taking his, pump now? his take serious. Like who takes, like who is watching Everyday Struggle? Who is like subscribed to academics on YouTube? Who is following him on Twitter? Don't let me find you. What are you doing? Nigga <laughs> said, don't we let do me not. fight you. <laughs> Nigga really issued a threat. <laughs> <That's Liam Neeson. laughs> like, bro, nobody's checking for academics. Like, I'm not just in academics, but as a as a media member, it's not like academics is like finding these niggas on the streets and then pushing them to stardom. Like, people are talking about them, then that makes academics talk about them. Like, he's not just promoting these guys at random. Like, you can see, like, now that it's quiet for 6ix9ine, academics doesn't really talk about 6ix9ine anymore. Like, if it's, if it's, like, people are checking for you, then media people are going to post about you. If not, then... So, I'm not blaming academics. It's it's an equal blame. Gatekeepers and fans. Because Pump was... Okay. Like, Chance said nobody was ever checking for Pump, but people were checking for Pump. And that, like, 2017, like, super... I'm saying our people. Our people. In my I'm saying, own. No, we I'm saying, checking, I'm saying we everybody checking. was checking oh. for Pump in that time. Not in... Uh, for a for a for a for a bit, I, I was remember not he had that track D Rose and he had that track Elementary. No, we weren't checking. Was I, like, we weren't checking. I have not heard. I want to say we were checking Gucci for Pump, and I heard Gucci Gang was enough to tell me that That's I cap. never want to listen cap. to another. You definitely heard D Rose. I'm telling you, niggas were pushing D Rose. It wasn't. He didn't just pop up out of nowhere. I don't remember no, how D Rose. D Rose was that drill. D Rose. D Rose. D Rose. D Rose. It was like it's like a minute long. Hundred on my wrist. Eighty on my wrist. And it had the crazy distorted 808. I swear to God, I don't think I ever heard that project before. I don't know. Maurice. It's not a project. It's a single D-Rose, song. D-Rose. song. It's whatever. just a single. I don't think I've ever heard that before. But well, regardless, case, I mean, he was kind of the king of that SoundCloud era. So even if you didn't hear him directly, you heard his influence. Um, <laughs> influence. I'm weak. <laughs> you serious? Just that general South Florida. You know what we I'm about saying? We about to revoke your sound. take card. No more take chance. You're you chance. Shut the fuck up because <laughs> you don't want to have this conversation no right now. But we're gonna keep going because who? I mean, we've been. This man wants to enable me. This man wants to see who <laughs> would get the first to lose their take card and thinks it would be me. I mean, we've been chatting a while. So you said party. You said Big Sean had a top five album. Chance trying to go to the unheard artist. So I'm holding that over your Y'all head. Keep bro. False claiming. I never ever said that. But it's okay. I'm not um I'm not tripped out or tripping off it. But um Oh no. We've been chatting for a while. Let's let's give it a little break. Um one of y'all got an unhurry y'all wanna play. I thought you were gonna segue into trippy red. I think I think the nastiest segue. Uh I'll play mine since it doesn't seem like anybody's pressed to play theirs. Uh I got I just found this artist before we started recording off the Wizkid project, um, Tim's. This is her track, Ice Tea. Finally, I'm not running back. I'm turning up, turning up and on and on. Coming down, I be coming for your mind. Running in, I be fighting for your time. Right, I know it's fine. I know it's good. Damn, I know you're mine. You know it too. Fine. I might be wrong, but I don't care. I judge in my own. Just been on there, just been on there waiting for you to come. Yeah, I'd be on there waiting. Ride my wave, ride my wave. Would you ride my bike? 
Cause I've been giving you my time. I gave Trippy um I gave him one listen. There was some other projects <laughs> that we'll talk about later, but let's let's uh get on this one. Pegasus. I think his maybe fit six, fifth or sixth studio project. This is, this is like Trippy Red's thirteenth album, bro. Trippy Red really? like two It's like his eight. fourth since like twenty eighteen. <laughs> well probably. I don't I don't follow him that hard, but he's expected to sell sixty to seventy K, which is um about on par with his typical numbers. Um he's been pretty consistent, but I think this was twenty six tracks, an hour and fifteen minutes. Um what do we think? I was seeing that like niggas on like Instagram and the fans was not feeling it. Everybody was calling it trash. It was like his worst project. But what did you see that? I saw <laughs> that under some. Who do you follow? Chances. I saw that under some. IG is so comments. different. There was like I didn't there see was that. like then like this project that much like it was mid. All the trippy fans I saw said it was it. hard. I thought well, it, maybe I, they I weren't trippy fans. Maybe they were just fans. I thought it was pretty hard. It could have been like you said. It was twenty five tracks. It could have cut like ten tracks. Like. It's also like, unless if you don't know, if you can't tell who Trippy's like copying as an artist, then it's crazy hard. But there's like moments where he sounds like, there's like five tracks where he sounds like Future. There's like five tracks where he sounds like Roddy Rich. On Good Morning, he does the like Playboy Cardi baby voice. Cardi shit, yeah. It's like, all right, bro. It's like kind of annoying how many different artists it's sounding like. But I get it because like Trippy Red's usual, that fucking screaming emo rap sound, that shit can get tiring quick. And I get why he's like taking um, sounds from other artists, but it gets kind of confusing because there was like moments where I thought, oh shit, Future's featured on this track too. And it was like, nope, just Trippy Red. And I was like, oh shit, is this Roddy Rich? And it was like, no, this is Trippy Red and Rich the Kid. Like, so that was kind of confusing. I'm dead. But it was some pretty good tracks. Just, I would cut like 10 of them off. That's what I'm saying. 26 tracks is. That's too many for almost any artist ever. It's like, I don't know. I mean, these guys, I don't think they'd be focused on really making good music. They'd just be focused on streams. But if that were the goal, they're failing. Like, 26 tracks will never, ever do it for you. It's just way, way too long, especially for somebody like Trippy Red, who's, as Ty just mentioned, is, in a sense, like, one-dimensional. What he does is very erratic and, like, off the wall, especially for hip-hop. But it doesn't change the fact that that's pretty much all he does, that whining shit. So, I mean, I have nothing. Y'all gonna be like safe take, but there's really nothing to really say. Like, ain't nothing crazy memorable off this project. Like, if you like Trippy Red, Cap, give Cap. it a listen. That's Cap, I think it's his best rapping since the first Love Scar. Love I mean, I'm not that big of a Trippy fan, so that's just my opinion. I'm saying if you're a Trippy fan, there might be something to, to love here. Like, I'm just. I'm I don't not hate Trippy. trippy. Fan. I don't ask really, my ask my friends. I hate Trippy. I don't. I don't. But this album is solid. I don't love Trippy, but Trippy like hardly makes my playlist at the same time. Like so, it's cool. Well, I'm not a Trippy. It was Red cool fan. for me, and I've listened to the album probably twice now. Um, and yeah, like I said, <clears throat> I was a big fan of Trippy back for like the first Love Scars, whenever that was, like 2017. Um. And then I just started hating his music. It sounded super whiny. It just sounded diluted. Um, but it sounds way more tamed and like brought back now. Uh, just feels, it feels like he's in a comfortable pocket. Uh, other than what Taj said, aside from the little instances where you can just tell he's biting another artist, um, I do like the songs where he highlights himself and his abilities like that we song i know that one's probably going to be like a hit and that one's going up right now um i think that one's super fire just with the melodies the rapping like i think that's the best shit you get from trippy because he was always like the singy rapper that had a couple bars too like he's not going to give you bars like juice world but i mean he's something so um definitely exceeded my expectations but, like I said, I'm not the biggest Trippy fan, so I really can't be sure how long this is going to stay in my rotation. This, I mean, the numbers good, the like, numbers are impressive for me, though. 65 to 75K. I feel like he might be kind of here to stay, even though I wouldn't have thought that three, four years ago. 
Like, I mean, Jimmy Ray is like a loyal, loyal, loyal fan base. I remember it was like, I think last year, I was arguing with like, it was like me, one against like seven. And niggas was just like, Trippy Red is way better than Gunna. And I was like, bro, what are y'all listening no, to? No, no, no. <laughs> like, they were, like, they were willing to fight. Yeah. I'm like, bro, Trippy Red is nowhere near Gunna. But, like, his bro, fan base is passionate. Some of my friends, too. Yeah. I'm weak. I'm weak. Um, yeah, so off that Trippy Red project, let's get on to some what I thought were better projects. I thought the Trippy Red project was probably the weakest. Of this weekend, but this wasn't like a terrible week in music. We also got it's a great uh, week in music. We also got a little Dirk. What's this? I guess his entourage, his prodigy, uh, single. Uh, we got King Von. He dropped a, uh, oh. a project this week. Welcome to O Block. Uh, Sixteen songs, about forty-five <laughs> Dirk single minutes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, it. I, I, I guess I I brought it up, so I guess I'll just give my my opinion. Um, I would say first thing that comes to mind is like he is what Lakeed is to he is to Dirk what Lil Keith is to the like not almost an exact clone. Um, I think King Von is is more different from uh, Dirk than Oh Boy is from Thug, but I thought this was a pretty good project. I it was it was like kind of funny like there were some funny tracks uh i thought his sound like again he sounds kind of like a dirk so i fuck with dirk so uh it, it floated my boat i guess you could say um and, and for the first like 11 tracks it was a, a pretty enjoyable project not too many skips but uh once i got to the end i got to the money bag song which was absolutely terrible worst money bag feature <laughs> ever uh such a sleeper and then uh, the five-year track was okay, and the rest of it just shit was just pretty much skippable. But uh, 10, 11 out of out of sixteen to say that that were pretty decent. Um, that, that's not that's not a terrible project to me. That I, I, I fucked with it. I don't know, I agree. I agree with your whole like King Von to Dirk, uh, Key to Thug. But at the same time, I don't agree because I think I feel like while Keyed is. A thug clone and Vaughn is kind of a dirt clone, and they both like kind of stick to one lane that they mastered. Key just does it better than Vaughn. Like we could talk about yes. Keys Deluxe later, yes. but turn it up. Like turn it up. <laughs> when I'm listening to King Vaughn, it's like I feel like I can go back to Dirt and I'll just be more excited. I'll have a way better experience. Whereas when I'm listening to Keyed, I know this is like a thug clone. But I still like enjoy it for what it is. Like I know that Keith is gonna bring something a little extra. Whereas I know Vaughn is never gonna like differentiate from that model that one part of Dirk already like laid out. Like Vaughn is it's always gonna be that like aggressive sound with these like street bars. It's never gonna differentiate from that. Like never. Like and it didn't the entire project. I feel bad for King Von and Polo G because them niggas have to coexist. They're not the yeah. same. Yeah, <laughs> they're not the same. Yeah, they're it's not the same. For the Polo G. I'm not saying they're the same, but I'm just saying the whole Chicago. I mean, y'all know how the crabs in a barrel shit go. I don't like, think that's true. Only... Not not for up there. They they've been they've been lifting each other up. Like Polo G was on this. I I thought that's why you brought it up because Polo G was on this project, and obviously once he hopped on the track, like he murdered Von on that bitch. That, that's just the nature of That's what I'm of saying. Polo that's G, why I feel bad for King Von. I don't feel bad for King Von. King Von definitely has his fan base. Uh, people are definitely fucking with him. And I think, again, I think he, he he's in that lane. Um, I think he's different enough from Polo G that, that people like him for, for what he brings to the table. I think he has, you know, really hard bars. I think his flows be uh, sweet sometimes. And like I said, I think he's actually, you know, a little funny, a little witty. Um and a little unexpected from time to time. I agree with Ty just take though that key is probably better than Vine and, and more versatile. Um but I mean th- this it's is like fact. Vine is just coming onto the scene, so I think this is, you know, the first or one of the earlier projects of many that we're gonna be hearing. So Alrighty, and then might as well just talk about this key deluxe. Trapped out of Cleveland. I ain't trapped out. Cleveland I'm gonna be honest. Three. I ain't listening to. The, I don't. I usually don't do the Lexus for the most part. Like, especially when 
it's an artist that I don't care about as much or a project that I wasn't as passionate about. I thought Trapped on Cleveland was cool, but if I'm being honest, I ain't listened to it since I heard it that first <laughs> that first time. None of the songs made the playlist, so um, <laughs> I wasn't really. I ain't even know the deluxe uh, drop this week. So you hear this artist? That's that's the only chance you have. You have one listen, and if your shit does not make the playlist. Your album is never. That's not true, again. but it's Lil Key. It was like that's the 20, way you just framed it. it was, I'm just it was saying that's the way you framed it. Songs of Lil Key, like I don't need to replay. That's the thing, like an in, in artist, like there's something that's more sweeter about just making your project 11, 12 tracks to where I feel good about replaying it three, four you times, and that, and that gives me a better streaming. chance to like it. But we're in streaming. I know we're in streaming, but you got to. It doesn't make sense to bad. make a ten song album. And the bad is that a ten if song album. If your track is 21, 22, 23 tracks long, for me personally, I'm not really gonna be listening to your album again. Like if it don't catch my attention on like that first listen. Like if you don't got a feature that catch my attention, or I'm listening to it and it's like, damn, like he took me out this fucking coma I was in. Like I ain't making a playlist, and I don't really care for it that much. That's just me though. No, I know. I love it. This is great consumer data. Phenomenal yeah, like artist. Take what albums, you want with this. There's only like two albums that I can think of that are over 20 songs that I revisit, and that's uh Wanna and Wanna, EA. and those are both like deluxe editions. And I don't, I don't even listen to EA front to back. I just listen to a few songs. But one I'll listen front to back. That's probably the only one that I listen through, like straight through. That's over twenty songs of this year, at least. Uh, and that's the thing; these are from Marquee, like not game changing. Oh, and Pierre. but definitely Pierre's Pierre Pop Smoke. It has that's to what like, I'm saying. It we has to like flow ext- sonically too. Like it can't be tw- over twenty songs and they're like abrasive like from each other like all one and uh pierre's they both like lead into the next song like great so it's like you get a positive it's a little unfair right yeah you get a whole like positive uh reasoning for listening to it all i don't know that's that's a funny that's a funny topic though because like what's your tolerance for i mean it just depends on the consumer because obviously hood niggas probably i know niggas that exclusively listen to king vine and you know, rap music, abrasive rap music all day and all night long and never get tired. But I'm saying, like, just for me personally, like, that's why I say with Devon, like, once I got the track 12, track 13, like, you got to be switching it up. Like, it got to be sweet at that point. Like, it got to be more than one dimension or else I'm just going to get a headache. Like, I'm just going to feel inclined to, t- to turn it off because mm, I'm just yes. over it. Like, I've heard it, enough. It, it depends. Music's subjective. It, it definitely. Depends. Some people are going to be looking and listening more intensely than other people. Like you said, most of us are listening passively because we're not King Von fans or we're not music hyper nerds. But some people some people will find differences and nuances and stuff like that. It's just subjective. My personal take though, what did you think, Vance? You ain't you ain't comment. What you thought about the I didn't listen I didn't listen to the album. Oh. Which was about saying, Lil Keys Deluxe. I thought the key deluxe was phenomenal. I have keyed over a lot of niggas in Atlanta. And <laughs> if you want your feelings hurt, you can ask me, DM me on Twitter, IG, anything. Because I will list off all your favorite rappers that Keed is shitting on. Go, give us a, give us a okay. short four-person, three-person list. I mean, come on. Key's not even top five in Atlanta. He <laughs> might not be top ten in Atlanta, bro. So in the last two years? No. Album-wise? No. Keita has been shitting on Future. No. Okay, no. you're wrong. <laughs> Wizard. Okay. No, bro, you're not gonna say that. In no world is Keed better chance. than Future. You need this first when it comes chance to Atlanta hip hop music. I don't chance, care if it's chance, recent, chance. old discography, anything. No world. Okay. Not one. I appreciate you, Taj, for bringing up the topic, but clearly I will not be allowed to engage in it correctly. Engage. So let's engage just move it. on. Engage in it. I propose my point. I think I have things to back it. And you told me in no world is keyed more in zero world, zero possibility is keyed higher than future right now if we're talking the current state That's of hip hop. Reckless, but go ahead and make your point. What future songs have you listened to in the last year that have really stuck? Two years. What key song have I listened to in the last year that's really stuck? Outside of it's not about what you're listening to. It's a it's about what you're hearing out. Ride the wave, snake, 
Hood Baby Shit. These are huge songs, bro. These are hits and they're Snake good too. From, they're not just That's from um Long Live Mexico from like early 2019. That was like before the, the summer. summer I, did I not say the last 2 years? Oh, the last 2 years, but even then Future had Wizard, Future had um no. I mean, High make your point, Wizard. Brother. Make your point. It's just it just got made. You just made it for me. Like nobody's listening to that wizard shit, bro. I'm sorry. It was a good album. He is not. But niggas top are still five, listening. But I just want to let you know. Project, I just want to let you know that niggas are still listening to Ride the Wave like it's gospel. I just want you to know that. A lot you, of niggas bro. are. I'm not a key hater. You act like I like, like I like said. I, I already like heard. Key. I heard chances. I heard chances <laughs> feelings with my first with my first take. So I don't even want to dive into this further because I knew I was gonna hurt somebody's feelings because it's your favorite rapper. I understand it. Bro. That's not true. I, did I not just say I will hurt your feelings because I have Keat over your favorite rappers? You know, Future's one of my favorites too. I've argued crazily for him to stay in that top three with Drake and uh kendrick but like or top four with cole but keith is on top of future right now i have to go back and think about some more but just in terms of it's the same run that gunna was on gunna's run was i would argue definitely better but that long with mexico as a debut album is really different i don't think a lot of niggas appreciate that but i'm talking about his last project and the trapped out Cleveland original jaunt was submitted. And nobody was enthusiastic about that project. I mean, it wasn't really promote, and it had one single, half single. I'm saying after we feature. listened to it, because all three of us checked for it, and I mean, I wasn't really checking for it, but I definitely gave it a listen. Taj Money. We came on here. I can't really, did any of that shit make your playlist? Uh, we said it was Heartbreaker mid. made it. Heartbreaker made a playlist. That was all right. The project as a whole was like a six out of ten. It wasn't crazy, but I can't kill it because it wasn't even. A- it was it was Corona. Like Keith is like a aux artist, so I can't kill it that hard. But it was a six. It was a six. Bro, your partners, you didn't even listen to the deluxe. Your partners was here when we heard the project, and we was playing it on the aux, and it was not hitting. Actually, one of my friends just texted me like last week and said that's they still listen to that project because I played it so much during that week while I was reviewing it. So <clears throat> you shouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, but yeah, I just wanted to give my key praise real quick because it's important to give niggas flowers while they're here. So <laughs> it just be so funny, like the dichotomy. Like me and Taj Money be like key thug clone. Then Vance on the other side of the coin, like we need to get this man his flowers while he's here. How much? How like, much do you like Young Thug, Vance? Vance? How much do you like Thug? I love Thug. Right. And I, I'm sorry, and I'm. This is gonna sound insanely gatekeepery, but like, I, I will do the mental gymnastics to look for nuances in their music. Like, I'm not just gonna write. I'm not gonna love Thug and then automatically never listen to Gunna or Saw Baby or Keed. Like, I appreciate the nuances in their music, and I feel like a lot of niggas appreciate the nuances in their music to where you can't just write them off as clone. Because no, Keed wouldn't be it. where he's. But he wouldn't be where he's at if. If he was just a thug clone, that's my whole argument. But Keith is not so nuanced that he's that he can escape the gravity, the event horizon <laughs> of his. <laughs> this thug man said clone. the gravitational pull of the YSL. <laughs> you feel me? Like he is not so innovative. He's not so nuanced and different that he's able to escape that label. You you, you dig? So that's I don't. I think that's so me. unfair. That's like asking like any Atlanta artist to escape the atlanta sound that's not true roddy roddy rich is bro literally roddy rich is from compton and lived in la briefly and you niggas still pile him with atlanta artists you say he's a future clone you say his songs i didn't like, call him like I it's impossible this is I this say, is another lie sounds, this is gaslighting i never time. called him a clone. <laughs> I, I say, listen to this i say roddy rich he's not a clone he's no you he's not a clone you he said his you said his, on that project he definitely was sounding like Thug and Future on certain tracks. He definitely bit them on certain tracks. But that's, I don't, I expect that from a young artist. Like, dude is like 21. Like, he's just, he's finding his sound. So is Keith not a young artist? That's my only I point. Respect I respect that like too, such but a Key crazy is ass. literally a clone if there ever was one in music. Again. Keith is the absolute definition We're just going of in a, a circle. clone, bro. They don't make the same music anymore, bro. Key don't even really rap on songs like Thug does. That's And that's what I'm talking about. It's just... Heat is cool. So he's not a clone. Is- he's got a nuance. That's my only argument is that he's got. I think he just does what. I think he just picked 
Like like Taj Money said, he picked a thing or two that Thug does well, and he just does that to the max. He does like the 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 climbing. It was the fact that he hit like the exact key exactly. Note too. <laughs> Look, man, he he does like you know he does that exact little voice or. But when Young Thug is like your idol, like your idol, my my whole argument. You're from just the trying to make excuses that, for him being a clone, and we can do this all no, day long. No, no, bro, I'm you making. Your your it sounds like your problem is that he has not, and you feel he doesn't have the capacity to escape that atlanta sound what i'm telling you is that's an insane ask for a young artist to try and somehow you're basically asking him you're basically asking you just you just that's what you're saying you're asking him to basically go above thug and like future like i could name six seven atlanta artists right now that all sound different from one another that still have a quote-unquote atlanta sound baby doesn't sound like gunna gunna doesn't sound like baby Especially now, as they mm, grown, niggas were not saying grown apart, th- niggas weren't saying that sound, a year ago. Of, neither of those guys sound like Thug. Neither of them sound like Future. This is Cap, but let's just continue. Let's just do continue. They, do they niggas saying Lil Baby, Lil Baby, and Lil Sold Out Dates doesn't sound like a Thug. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> I'm not saying they're not clones, though. That's what I'm saying. Of course, there's no, but be there, there was a point where people called Gunna a Thug clone. Niggas were literally calling Gunna a thug clone, and he had to drop four I think, I think insanely that's Vance's, hot projects I think that's just to escape that shit. Point that Keed can escape, and you're saying Keed cannot escape, whereas like Gunna escape. So that's like Vance's whole point. But I see I Chance's know, point. Like Gunna, Chance, doesn't, Gunna Chance escape, doesn't think Gunna Keed escape. has the Gunna potential to escape. I don't think Keed bars is that sweet to really to really do any. Gunna raps about nothing. Much else. I think Gunna's funny and witty, though. <laughs> Why you keep saying this about art? Nigga said witty. <laughs> Nigga loves listening to the funny cleverness. And witty. And, and <laughs> witty. Nah, man. I just feel like Keed hasn't... He's on a... Like, he hasn't... I haven't seen any real regression, you know? If we're going up on the stock chart or whatever on the graph, and then you call the Trapped on Cleveland, like, a little back... I can't believe And then, we're like, right back this, up with the Deluxe. Only because you you call this man a literal clone, and I'm not letting you letting Key go out like that. When your favorite rapper is YB, it's okay, Vance. We know how passionate you feel about your favorite artist, and you are willing to defend them. My favorite artist, you are willing to take it to the grave and defend. It's cool. Them. I bought off that young boy point, and niggas got quiet. That's I did all get that quiet. In this we, literally, we literally, That's, we just showed hey, you why young hey. boy is a, a more versatile and better artist than Lil Key. <laughs> That's, and that's not just what fact. you did at all. That's just fact. <laughs> wait, wait, I don't need to prove it. Okay. Man. I told no, you we, we got to do a we gotta move any on. day, any day of the week. We can get on. Please, here. I would love to do a versus Tana Key versus, key versus Young Boy. Thug. No, Key versus I mean, Young oh, Boy. This man said Key versus Thug. Key versus Young Boy. That's what I meant. Hey, everybody in the audience, please let niggas know who you think will win between Keed and Youngboy. It's just funny because nobody literally listens to Youngboy outside of New Orleans, which is why I think this shit is hilarious that niggas think. Low key is a clone. I that think he's an innovator, and I don't think Nick is ready for that sound yet. All right, it's clear chance events. So I'm never gonna agree. We might set up a versus. Let them fight it out. Uh, who has an unheard artist? Um, my artist isn't really unheard, but um, with all the music that dropped this week, I saw a lot of people weren't didn't talk about the Wizkid album that slipped under a lot of people's radar. So. I'm gonna play track three from that album. This is a long time featuring Skepta. I met her on the high street, she's too sweet. I said, What's good? She told me, You'll see. Said she living life like a movie. I said, Come and teach me, you know, I got the school fees. Ready or not, man, I'm with a few G's. So, where your friends at? I'm trying to get high, I got the jetpack. Smile on my face when she texts back, said she don't wanna play games. I respect that. No lies, man, I'm telling you the truth. Everything mad when I pull up with the goons. So rock boys, we ain't fucking with the goose. Big racks, that's money out the roof. White tee, black hoodie, you see the sauce, big swag, bang coolie. Speak up, who's hating? What's goody? I've been a boss, star yeah. boy, chat to me. She say bad man, you make me feel so fine. Fine, fine. Part three of Taj and Vance destroying potential Spotify internships. 
Uh, this week, Spotify offered artists better algorithms in exchange for lower art artist royalties, stating Spotify will now give your music an algorithmic boost in exchange for a lower promotional recording royalty rate, meaning Spotify will use the algorithms to push certain songs and playlists and whatnot if in exchange the artist agrees to get paid less for said song. So it's basically like promotion for pay, like the whole payola thing. Take it away, Vance. Go ahead, destroy your internship. I was just going to say um, the practice of bribing someone to use their influence or position to promote a particular product or interest is the definition of payola, which is illegal in the music industry. Um, this is essentially that. There's no upfront fee for artists or labels to pay to get into Spotify playlists or to get their algorithm boosted, whatever that means. That term is just sick. An algorithm <laughs> boost? Like, what the hell does that even mean? The point of an algorithm is to be fair and not <laughs> Like, that's scary, bro. That's like playing 2K. And they're just like, yeah, like, imagine you got to play a nigga and he just boosts his sliders to like 100. Like, he's making every shot. It's like, you shouldn't be in control it's of that. It's pay to play, so bro. I but that's what I'm saying. Now it's like that's where the industry is going. Like TikTok is about to promote their own their own artists, bro. Like that is where it's going. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 just a bullshit excuse in response to what we were discussing last week, uh, talking about artists wanting a penny per stream. Um, it's essentially for creatives out there familiar with it. It's essentially like a larger brand or company saying that we'll pay you with exposure, which is just like always the biggest red flag in like any type of creative endeavor transaction because you want to get paid for your shit. And when somebody says that, hey, I'll give you a gift or I'll give you a discount on something like that's always just a red flag for shady operations. Um, but I mean... I'm not really surprised. We knew this was coming from Spotify because we discussed last week, like, they're not going to budge and give artists a penny per stream, so. This is the thing, though, y'all. Like, what do people want? I mean, I'm not, I'm going to sound like I'm, I'm trying to defend Spotify, but I'm just trying to ask, like, a sincere question. Like, do people expect them to come and pay a penny per stream and then go out of business and become obsolete in, in one month's time? And then nobody has Spotify, right? The consumers don't have Spotify and nobody's making money. Or like it's not, or, it's or not we just pay, or we pay fifteen dollars a month for Spotify. Yeah, Netflix. Netflix did just announce uh, they announced Netflix for the everybody knows who Netflix is, but they're the largest like subscription service on earth, um, and they announced an up in their price for subscription services. So that should probably tell you kind of where the whole subscription business model is kind of going. That is not crazy sustainable unless even if you have hundreds of millions of subscribers. You're still going to have Unless to charge. You make your own content, right? Which is why Spotify is getting into the podcast business, right? Netflix. Why you think Netflix, Netflix makes their like, own content? Netflix just continues to grow their own. They continue to acquire their own movies that they have 100% of the rights to because it's expensive to pay, right? It's not It's not Netflix's fault that the movie companies are charging them however much they're charging them for these movies. Just like it's not Spotify's fault that the record industry is as fucked up as it is, right? So... I thought this was a good solution. Um, I mean, this solution is horrible. This is not. I don't know if I thought it was a good solution. There's give and take, though. Like, I think this is. There's no give. What's the give? I think the only gives that Spotify doesn't have to pay. (laughs) That's their give. What what you also I mean you also have to realize is is, chance as it is. This is this is a an example of like the labels like literally giving you like a little nibble of something. And then, like, you thinking, like, you had the entire treat. Like, they've been boosting the algorithm That's for what I'm about people's to say. The crazy part is And now like- they're just broadcasting it as if it's, like, some exclusive feature. Like, y'all have been doing this. That's true. That is true. That And you that's a fair point you bring up. But I don't I don't know what, what, what else is the possible solution. Like, they're not going to pay out more. I thought for a smaller artist, like, you pick... Nine times out of ten, if you're not huge, you're not making anything of real significance on Spotify anyway, right? Like most, like 98% of all Spotify users that, that upload music are not making anything significant enough, right? 
for it to matter anyway. So I guess I these that's guys the are beef, coming though. and saying, "Hey, if that song blows up, sure, maybe you don't you don't get get a bag off that song, but that song blows up now, all your other shit gonna get boosted that does have the regular numbers or." Um, I feel like you this drop is another just, track I, without it. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Nah, it, this is it's hard. I'm not in a complete agreement with Spotify. It's just I'm more so just trying to play devil's advocate, give a little pushback. Like, I think we're gonna go back. That's to not the, the most popular. Sixteen like era of like artists windowing their projects, like dropping exclusively on Apple or exclusively on Title. No, nah, that shit's no. That that shit's not even allowed anymore. Labels cut that shit out after Frank. That's true, but I I think that's where it's like leading back to like. I know Frank kind of fucked that up for everybody with his whole like two project thing, but that's the but only the labels, way I can really see it. The labels happening. don't want that though. Why would the labels want to split any bread with Apple? This is true. Like they want to spend the least amount of money and just make the most amount of money. So again, like I said last week, I think the anger should be directed towards labels but it's just insane that like spotify genuinely thought this was a apt response to artists wanting to get paid more they said no we'll just pay you an exposure but like the whole thing really sums up to if we're getting paid nothing and you boost our algorithm we're just getting more of nothing so i don't that solves it solves you nothing. get exposure though, because again, no, the, no the, chance. <laughs> the goal is not to amass. I mean, but I guess chance, with the exposure, say I get usually two thousand plays. With the let's say best case scenario, this is assuming that Spotify shit will work. That's the thing. I don't even know what work sounds like because there's no way to boost everybody. But it's like say my numbers go from two thousand a song to. 25,000, 50,000 a song. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, but what do those streams mean if it's still worth 0.00001 cent and we're not touring and there's no direct link to my Instagram? Like, they're just streams. They're not necessarily, it doesn't really mean anything. That's not where people are getting their bread from. Like, I feel you. Exposure is definitely something, but it's also just a slap in the face when. You've been doing, like, if they're claiming that they're going to improve their algorithm for artists to get exposure, or is it that if you agree to this reduced royalty rate that only you and a special group of people will have your shit boosted? The second one. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. It's definitely... That's a brain fuck then, because, like, the labels also own part of Spotify, so they technically wouldn't need to need to take any money of the royalty rate you know in exchange for like like what's the highest level of promotion you can go with this and the lowest royalty rate you can take it's literally a bunch of nothing it's just giving the artist the facade of having a choice now like it's just doing the exact same thing i didn't see it as anything so ties he's killing it he's in complete disagreement is what it sounds like I say this as someone who fully wants a Spotify internship this summer. So there's no bias in my words. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't even care. If I get the internship too, I'm going to just retract all of this. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't me. (laughs) I mean, the music industry is going to find a way to re-up because it made the most money it ever did in like, what, 2000, 1999, some shit like that. So. And it's on its climb back up, so it's really just now seeing about what's the next thing going to be. And I have faith that it'll be way more decentralized than radio was. So I don't know. What's the new model? Because that would kind of contradict what we already think. We think that the labels are kind of becoming, in a, in a way, obsolete. Like, more niggas starting to wake up, not sign stupid deals. Like, we've seen several artists at this point go completely indie and have, like, you know, flourishing careers. Chance the Rapper comes to mind. Um, Brent, I think, is the an labels are artist. only never going to be obsolete because they're always going to have money. And with the money, they're always going to have resources. But that's the thing. And that brings up my point, right? I think it's going to transition to like this streaming model in a sense, right? Not, not this streaming model, but how do I explain it? 
Because if right, if your chance to rapper, rapper like right? if your chance to Stream rapper straight to the brain, and you can create, you can make some music videos or your songs. You could put your songs on YouTube, and they get ran up. YouTube paying you good money because they getting ad revenue. So you can survive off YouTube money and then do show money, sell your merch. Like, do you really need the advance from the label? Like, you don't, what do you need? Like, if you pop in, like, I'm not people, saying that. I'm, I, bro. I'm just saying that they're not. There's every situation is different, bro. Like, labels are gonna be needed for some people. That's why it's the whole thing. Yes, you're right. It's gonna make less and less sense to sign with a label by the day. But if a label offer me a right deal right now, like I'm signing, like. <laughs> Have they just been fucking a lot of niggas over? Yeah. So you sign it. So you saying you would sign even if nigga, if even the label if you know came to my door it. tomorrow, I'm signing. Like no questions asked. Not no, nigga. That's not what I'm saying. Not that, Stop but putting I'm words in my it, mouth. But you don't know the terms. Like why are they gonna? I'm saying like why? I do sign I'm you? signing a contract. I'm saying I'm why signing if they signing get you though? Like they gotta be, they gotta be know something. They gotta be profiting more than than you profiting, right? It's like the casino. Like yeah, you go to the casino, but you know that I'm not explaining. The, I'm not business. explaining the record label model right now. <laughs> There's they can provide more than you could ever imagine. Trust. That's what I'm. I mean, but you, but would you, you willing to sacrifice? Yes, whatever you yes, have to I would. What do you mean? I have no connections right now. I have 4K Michael, and I know a couple niggas. They could get me into any movie. They could get me into placements, any studio session. Like they have resources trust like they they're gonna be here for a while they also own hella niggas music so they're not going anywhere like the companies themselves like you said the next thing that comes up i think they're just gonna be on top of it because they have the money but they're definitely not going anywhere but i think that should conclude this episode i think vance should get that spotify internship he just convinced me if you was in a board meeting right now and he was like vance I don't know what I convinced you. You at Spotify, you at Universal. He was like, "Hey, I need a thing." <laughs> Vance, this what do you think? Sound desperate. What do you think? And Vance like, "Calm down, nigga," and he breaks it down. I'm like, "Yeah." So, so good shit. <laughs> but um, I wish you were my hiring manager. <laughs> this was a good episode. Um, all right, I'm gonna be quick. Pay my quote unquote unheard artist. From that day project last year. I mean, last week. Um, I guess I'll play the moment, even though I like count, you, count me in too. I heard all. Can't come to a sensitive. I can't feel the tension. It's three in the AM, so we might as well. Give it, give it, and no conversation. Don't leave me, leave me, you know. I'm impatient, we got demons. Demons, we both try to shake on This moment is all for the taking This shit won't last forever Looks like it's now or never Don't think too much about it It might be wrong but feels good for the moment Podcast over, dog.